Wait a minute, I hear something. kids hey remember with uh in in the the early to mid 90s we were getting a little scared because video games were getting too realistic yeah me either but uh yeah that's uh that's kind of the premise behind uh our movie for today which is brain scan from 1994 um i saw this back when it came out and i still stand behind this flick I think the originality of it still works. Um, it's from '94, uh, like we said. It's a it's a horror slash sci-fi flick, and I don't know. I, I think it really works for the time, and uh, kind of enjoyed the rewatching it actually. So I know this is where uh, myself and Danny kind of split hairs. I don't think he's a fan of this one, but. I don't know. There's something about this I like because you kind of get a a host of this uh, program called Brain Scan that is a '90s virtual reality, you know, game horror game, and it's got this uh, mascot or you know, like I said, uh, named uh, Trickster, which I don't know. If I think the band came before this movie, so, uh, oh well, <laughs> nothing really to say about that, but he's kind of like a combination of Sammy Kerr, Lance Hendrickson, uh, Rawhead Rex, and Max Headroom. <laughs> uh, I don't know, I just, I got things out of all of those, and maybe Tommy Lee. Uh, 90s Tommy Lee, where he's got the nose ring uh, and the hairdo. It's it's kind of kind of that same thing. So yeah, I mean, uh, I mean he might have been the, the influence for this. Now that I think about it, because he even kind of dresses like him. Uh, let's talk about this. Let's see. Uh, synopsis says horror films and computer games fascinate teenager Michael and the CD ROM that portrays murder uh, from the killer's point of view combines these interests uh yeah i mean that that's what it is it's a cd-rom that he gets he uh he orders it out of fangoria and uh leads him down a a bad path uh let's see directed by john flynn uh the dude made uh he, he directed rolling thunder if you don't know rolling thunder you will if you keep watching this show or listening to this show because that's going to be coming up really soon. It's, uh, man, what a movie. One of my favorites, actually. Uh, let's see. Do we have a why to watch? Yes. Why to watch? It's disturbing, paranoid, and ambiguous. Ambiguous? I don't know. I thought it's pretty straightforward. Brain Scan is a charming little horror film with tons of appeal and atmosphere. Boot this one up. I couldn't agree more. Uh, I think this one is just different enough. 
And the problem is, is when it came out, because 94, there was not much going on. When our idea of a horror movie was like, shocker. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I think that kind of hurt everything. And, and a movie called Brain Scan, does it really have the appeal, right? So, uh, Brain Skin is a well-conducted horror film that should be seen by fans who enjoy something different. Bingo. On the money. That's, that's the way I feel about it, too. It's different enough to make you go, all right, we're, we're treading different territory here. Uh, because you pop into a CD-ROM game, and you become a killer in a giallo. You're, you know, it's a POV, black glove killer kind of thing. And, uh, I don't know. It, it just, it works for me. Uh, overall, Brain Scan isn't, isn't an awful movie and does showcase some interesting ideas here and there. Yeah, again, show me something different, right? That's the name of the game. And I, I really feel that way about this one. Uh, let's talk about our cast. Our main character, Michael, is Edward Furlong. Possibly my favorite role of Ed Eddie Furlong. Um, you know, Terminator 2. We've got T. Ryder Smith. I don't know of anything else he's been in. Let's take a look-see. Uh, the Venture Brothers? That's pretty cool. But nothing much else there to talk about. Frank Langella. Come on. Who doesn't love Frank Langella? Skeletor for all you Masters of the Universe kids. Uh, the movie. <laughs> the canon flick. Uh, Frank Langella to me um, will always be the late 70s, early 80s Dracula. Uh, I think it's more 70s. In the British uh, remake of, of Dracula with uh, Lawrence Olivier, and you know, I mean, it's stellar cast. He, he was, I thought he was a great Dracula because he had that suave kind of thing about him. I love that version of Dracula. Uh, scared the crap out of me. Uh, Amy Hargraves is uh, Kimberly, which is the love interest. What else has she been in? Blue Ruin. Uh, that's kind of it that I know. Maybe something in, that you know, but uh, that's that's pretty much it as far as a cast to talk about. It's all you need to know. But yeah, I mean, uh, you've got you got Michael and his best friend mm, I don't really see him on here. But, uh, you know, they're, they're teens in the 90s uh, listening to uh, cyberpunk, cyber metal. You know, that's kind of their jam. Big horror fans. And I have to tell you, this computer system that, uh, that Michael has, Eddie Furlong, it's pretty impressive because it's, it's almost a Siri-type system where he can just yell out and the, and the TV and everything will respond. This is in 94. So, but his best friend calls him up and says, hey, have you seen this thing in Fangoria? Brain scan. And uh, so he ends up calling and ordering the, the first disc. Actually, he never even orders the disc. It just shows up. 
and he starts playing the game and the first game he goes into you know it, it, it's it's got a voice that's telling you like it's inside your head of where to go and what to do go to the gate turn right go upstairs and in in this game he ends up killing this guy in his bedroom and uh, it's it's pretty gruesome and uh, then when he's leaving there he snaps out of it and wakes up and he's like well I mean that was the most intense thing I've ever done he said because it felt real I mean he was shaking right and uh, so he's already blown away and lo and behold on the news the next day when he goes over to see the girl that kind of catches his eye he ends up spying on her a lot she lives next door but she knows he's watching so she's doing things to get him to watch but she's also watching him but they're just too shy and too much of teenagers to say anything to each other uh, I mean she's at the point of like taking her shirt off and stuff so at first you're like man Eddie Furlong was just a little you know peeping Tom here but she's kind of agging it on too so uh, he goes over there to talk to her about going to a party together and while he's standing there nervously with her parents the news comes on and it shows a picture of the guy that was murdered in his house and it's the guy that was in the game so he starts freaking out because he's convinced that he did it and Frank Langella keeps seeing Eddie Furlong pop up because every time the cops are investigating something Edward just happens to stop by or Michael and you know Frank Langella's carries like hey you know do, do you know these people no then you need to leave you don't need to be here right so he's already suspicious of him and uh, it kind of leads to you know Frank Langella's character putting it all together and coming back to Michael's house and questioning things well the reason why is because the further he gets into the game, he he doesn't decide that he wants to play the game anymore. And that's when Trickster pops in. And he just pops up. Uh, lawnmower man-ish style, right? Just, ba-dink, there he is. Max Headroom on TV or whatever. But he's, he's, he, he comes out of the TV and stuff. He's kind of, a, like I said, a Sammy Kerr. And look, uh, you know, you can't do anything else until you finish this game. So that's the whole point of Trickster being there is to ag him on to keep finishing and telling him what to do, what not to do. And it's driving him more and more insane as it goes along because more and more murders are happening and he ends up having to knock off his best friend because he knows too much. And uh, so it, it, it really just starts you know, spiraling out of control. And again, it's it's this being trapped in a game and you're being forced to finish it regardless. And it also leads down to, as, as this movie keeps going on, and, and the whole game focuses on your fears. You know, it, it taps into your psyche and knows what you're afraid of and it plays on that. You know, it tries to pull you in and then terrify you, right? And it just gets way out of hand to the point to where he's having to kill people that he cares about because they 
might know something, right? So you get this investigation going on. Uh, there's a whole scene where at, at the, the first person that he kills, he cuts his foot off for creativity. And uh, the, the game tells him to, to keep it in a safe place. Well, the next morning when he wakes up and he's doing his daily stuff, he looks in the freezer and lo and behold, there's the foot. So he tries to go out and get rid of the foot. And while he's out there, the neighbor's dog <laughs> starts following him, which is pretty hilarious because the dog is got the foot from him and takes off with it and it's trying to run back to its master it's taking him out for a walk so you get all this back and forth with the dog which I think is is good right because you're you're right here at the beginning and it's almost given away and you're like oh no is he gonna have to kill the neighbor you know or the dog or and uh, like I said it just spirals out of control it's it's well thought out I have to give this credit I mean uh I think this thing holds up. You could remake this now with all the virtual reality stuff. And I think you could make a really good movie out of this. And uh, so, again, I have, to, I have to give it credit, especially for the time that it came out in the originality. Uh, the trickster character is fun. Uh, he's, you know, he's a trickster. And uh, by the end of it, you kind of get a... Uh, Nightmare on M Street 2 kind of feel, right? Because there's a battle between Trickster and, and Michael where you find out... Uh, well, he even... He even remember the... If you, well, I don't know if you remember it, but there's a scene in the, the taking of Deborah Logan where she opens up her mouth and, like, swallows a person. Well, Trickster does it first. Uh, I mean, you've got, you've got the, uh, the guinea pig scene from V... Where our main, you know, the main alien opens up her mouth and swallows a whole guinea pig, and then there's this, and then there's Deborah Logan. Uh, so yeah, I mean, again, this has got some. And the thing about it, yes, they are kind of shoddy CGI, especially for the time, but it kind of works with the character because you're dealing with the video age, the video game age of 1994. So the effects look like what you expect a video game to look like at that at that point so i don't know it it, it kind of works um to my thinking i may be wrong but um yeah when the, i don't want to give away the ending but there's there's an internal battle and there's a battle to try to save the people that he cares about so uh you know kind of trick-or-treatish like i said with sammy kerr uh I say give this one a chance, man. Uh, I like it. I really do. I love the whole aspect of this game. Uh, shaking somebody to the core. And be careful what you ask for because you just might get it, right? I mean, that's kind of the whole scenario here of do you really, are you really that infatuated with being a horror fan? Because, you know, can you go too far with it? And, uh, this, it really plays off of that, just in the, the 90s video CD-ROM age. It's, I don't know, I think it's a good flick. I think it's saying a lot. And uh, like I said, I give it a 4 out of 5. Uh, I just, I like this one. I really do. And you should check it out. It is on Tubi. Don't miss it. So, uh, hey, if you're a fan of this one, 
let me know. Uh, if you uh, disagree with me on this one, you can let me know. Just let me know something. <laughs> All right, folks, that's it for this one. Hope you have a good one. We will check you later. Dr. Uber.